Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Today, I really want to talk about something that I have noticed um, is a pattern as a blog coach. So working with a lot of different people, a lot of different personalities, one thing remains the same, is that a lot of people develop what I like to call fear of success coping mechanisms. And this is where You're really nervous about implementing something you're not totally confident in. And therefore, you find ways of not doing that thing. (laughs) So I like to call them fear of success coping mechanisms. So I'm going to break these things down for you. And I know that some of you are going to laugh as you listen to this because you're going to recognize these traits in yourself. And by the end of this episode, what I want to encourage you to do um, is to recognize these things when they happen And instead of letting them be the thing that keeps you from success, you push them out of the way and you make a decision that you're going to follow through. Okay, so the first one, the first coping mechanism of fear of success is that we tend to stick with what is easy. Okay, so initially when you start blogging, um, everything probably seems hard. Like everything feels like an uphill battle, but then at some point you hit your stride and there's things you become more comfortable with. So, you know, maybe when you start because you've already been using Facebook or you've already been using Pinterest, like those things come easy or, you know, maybe writing is easy for you because you're just comfortable in that groove, whatever. So a lot of times you don't try something new. You don't push yourself. You don't do something else. Um, that is outside your comfort zone because you are trying to stick with what's easy instead of trying to do something that you don't really know. And I'm very guilty of this. Like I am guilty of this in blogging. I'm guilty of this in real life. Like anytime I run across something that I'm not hundred percent confident in, I tend to procrastinate. So that gets to my second point, because this is where I really struggle is that we cope with fear of success by sticking with what we know we're confident in. All right. So sometimes things are easy just because we know how to do them. Um, and like we've practiced them enough and they come fast. So we just do those things because it's fast and easy. So like putting out blog content at this point in my journey for me is super easy. Uh, but things like, you know, launching sales pages, video sales pages, all this kind of stuff. Those may be things that I'm not a hundred percent like, proficient at. But now I'm talking about things that come in the area of confident, right? So like the previous ones are more things that are just easy to do. Um, You know, like I can crank out a blog post and, you know, not very much time, but then like some other things might take me longer to try to implement. And that's what I'm getting at. But now we're talking about sticking with what we know we're confident in. And so a lot of people may be super confident in their pinger strategy or super confident in this. And so being super confident in those things makes you want to stay in that lane. Like you don't ever want to try doing a sales funnel when you already know how to do launches or you don't want to try 
um, to do Facebook because, you know, right now you've got Pinterest figured out. It's really easy. It's your jam. You've got your system down and doing something else is too hard um, or too much work or you're not sure that it'll pay off like what you're doing now. But you got to push past doing things that you're really, really confident in. Again, I do this in real life. Like a lot of times, like my husband will challenge me to like do something different or have to do something that I'm not totally confident in. And I kind of freak out. Like I try not to do it. Like I try to avoid it. Um, some people can have like panic attacks from this sort of thing. Um, but then I do it and I find success. And that's often why I push a lot of people through those seasons of um, avoiding stuff and sticking with what they're confident in. This this happens so often. Like I'll often be talking to someone, um, you know, who I've been working with for 12 weeks, for example. And, you know, it'll come time for them to do something that I know is outside their comfort zone. And when we come to that week where they're supposed to do that thing that pushes them outside their comfort zone, they'll start to talk to me you know, about different things they're going to do. And I'm going to list off some of these things. Like one thing people will do is they'll say, okay, um, I'm going to change my goals, uh, which is one of my other points of, you know, one of our coping mechanisms is that we change our goals. But not only do we change our goals, we decide that, you know what, we don't know enough. And that's why we're going to not do this right now. So oftentimes I'll find that people are like, I'm going to take more trainings on this instead of implementing and failing. And that's what it comes down to. Like they will literally be like, okay, so I'm going to go back and do this training again. And it's not because they actually need the training again. It's because they're just so scared to take that next step to implement something that's a little bit outside their comfort zone that they will back into more education as a coping mechanism. Like I don't know enough to make this happen, even though they do they'll change their goals. So even though they have set these goals and they know in their gut that these goals are the ones they need to do to push them into making more money or push them into doing that, you know, product, or that launch or that affiliate or whatever it is that they've been putting off doing, they know they need to do it. But because of that fear of success coping mechanism, they're going to put it off in some way. They're going to procrastinate in some way. They're going to change their goals. They're going to decide to take more trainings. They're going to decide you know, to put that off until another better time of the year or whatever. And this is just normal. It's human nature to want to preserve yourself from pain. But it's really, really important that you do these things. Um, so number five is that we assume that we don't actually have what it takes, right? There were so many things in my blogging journey where it was like, I knew that was something that was really my next best thing. It was what I really needed to do. It's things that my friends had implemented and were just like had been through the failure part and were now on the success side of things. And for me, all I could see was that like, oh, they're so successful. I just I'll never be able to get on that side of that fence or whatever. But the truth is, I always assumed that I didn't have what it took to do that thing until I actually did it several times. And sometimes I talk about this often on the podcast. You have to fail. And that is the hard part. Like we would rather take more trainings. We would rather assume we don't have what it takes and put it off and decide not to do it or change our goals to avoid that thing that we know that we should be doing. And a lot of you guys, if you've been through my 12 week blog growth strategy and you find that regularly you get about midway through and start changing your goals significantly, it's probably because at the beginning you were jazzed 
You knew exactly what you were supposed to be doing. You knew what the next big hurdle for you was and you built those into your goals because you were confident and you were like, yes, this is going to be the best 12 weeks. I'm going to crush this. I'm going to annihilate this. And then six weeks in, you change your goals to avoid the pain of having to do that thing that you're not totally confident in doing because you don't really think you know enough about it or you don't really think you have what it takes or you don't really think you're ready. And these, most of the time, our excuses and coping mechanisms for taking that next step. And to be transparent and to be honest with you in my own blogging journey, every time I've gotten to one of these sort of crossroads where I recognize like I knew that I needed to do it, I made it a goal, I stepped up to the plate, <laughs> ready to bat, and then I, I let my brain think about it too long, long enough that I came up with a good excuse I decided I needed more training, decided to change the goal, decided to back down, whatever it is. But in every one of those cases where I pushed through that pain and decided just to do that thing, I was so happy I did because I gained confidence. I gained a feeling of success and I made money. And it has always improved my business in some way. So every time you get to that point where the fear starts standing in the way, and sometimes we don't recognize it as fear. And that's the honest truth. That's why we're able to use like coping mechanisms is because we're so busy thinking of the excuses or bouncing off the reasons why we can't do it that are so legit that, you know, totally makes sense. We're really choosing not to take the next big step forward in our business. And for me, every single one of those times when I have pushed through and made it happen, it has made a significant impact in my income or a significant impact in my momentum. So I just want to encourage you guys that you're going to deal with this. Like this is nothing new. This is not a personality type thing necessarily. Like this is most people. Um, and it really comes from, I believe, a place of fear of success. And that, I know that always sounds very bizarre to say out loud because you're like, well, everybody wants success. Everybody wants to be successful. But sometimes people are afraid to take the steps to get that success. And that's really what it's about. The last thing that I want to point out is we will often give excuses. So one of our coping mechanisms is excuse making. I don't have enough email subscribers to do that right now. I don't have enough page views to do that right now. I don't know enough about this to do that right now. And it's very, very easy for us to throw those out there. But in my own community this week, I even sat down and did a live video where I talked about especially with emails um, and email marketing and things like that. A lot of people are like, well, I can't do an affiliate push. I can't do a sell of my own product until I have, you know, a certain number of email subscribers because nobody's going to buy it, blah, blah, blah. But you're on this journey. And I know some of you out there just need to make money. Like you just want to see dollars come in from your blog. And I was saying to my community, I'm like, look, don't, wait around like practice now it doesn't matter if your list is five people or if it's a hundred people or if it's a thousand people or two thousand or ten thousand most likely as you go through time like you're talking about conversion rates percentages right so as your list gets bigger your hope is that you know you can convert more sales but if you never practice that early on when you do have a list of a thousand you're not going to be confident enough to sell to them or 
list of 2,000 or a list of 100 or a list of 800, however many people you have on your list. So I just wanted to encourage you guys like to think about it when you step up to the plate and you've got something that you know is going to be a good next step for you. It's something that you know other people have implemented and it has made a huge difference in their blogging income, success, momentum, and you're standing there and you're ready to do it, but something's holding you back. I think you need to think about whether or not, you know, the excuse that you're giving is valid. Because like I said, a lot of times we'll say, I don't have enough of this. Well, why? Who says that? Like, who's making up that rule? Sometimes it's valid, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just a rule that we're making up for ourselves to avoid having to do the work that we don't want to do. So just as a recap, one, we stick with what's easy. Two, we stick with what we know or are confident in. Three, we take more trainings instead of implementing and failing. Four, we change our goals. Five, we assume we don't have what it takes. And six, we give excuses. If you find yourself in this boat, friend, I just encourage you to push through. Recognize them, push through, and just keep blogging. Because the success you're looking for is on just the other side of that pain.